Go to College, They Said, a podcast hosted by Get Involved NC, your center for student engagement and leadership at Niagara College. We're here for students who are looking to make the most out of their time in college, enhance their experience, make connections, and gain a competitive edge. This is an all-access pass for students to listen, learn, and start to lead with their best professional foot forward. So go to college, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Okay, so we are joined today by Professor Chris Pasutka, one of our faculty within the School of Hospitality, Tourism, and Sport. And we are going to be chatting today about the new learning environment we are in, getting some feedback from faculty, and some advice for students who are maybe starting for the first time here at NC. So welcome. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Sarah. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, so let's dive right in and Share with us, in your experience as a professor, what do you think students are maybe challenged the most by when it comes to this somewhat new, now new normal of virtual learning environment we're in? Yeah, well, there's certainly a number of challenges going on right now, uh, particularly for a first-year student where there's going to be differences in how you approach the learning environment from when you were in high school. And this is just a whole new world. And I think one of the biggest challenges right off the bat is just remembering that you're a full-time student. In a virtual world, it's sometimes easy to forget that because when you're in the classroom, you have that forced uh, attention, right? You're in class 15 to 18 hours a week. You're there with your colleagues. You see the professor. You also have that commute every day. So you, you kind of have those little cues and reminders of, why you're there and what you're doing. In the online world, where it's just you and your computer, and you don't see any of that other stuff, you can forget that really quickly. You can also have all the other outside distractions that come in, uh, where if you're living at home, you have your roommates. You might also take advantage of the flexibility and think, this is great, I can pick up extra shifts, right? I can work more. Uh, But at the end of the day, you still have that 35 to 40 hours of school week that you have to budget in. So I think that's the the biggest challenge that that most students face uh, because they don't see it. You have to be self-disciplined. Otherwise, it's really easy to get off track. For sure. It's definitely that that discipline and that time management will come into play for this, for this year, for them. How do you think professors can help students who might find themselves struggling? The best thing for professors can do, like they're a great resource for students. Professors have been there, especially now if we're talking about a virtual environment or even when you're on campus. We've seen this for 18 months. We know what works. We know what doesn't. Uh, also, we're, we're really good resource for students. Uh, sometimes students don't know what they can and can't do. Uh, if they, they possibly could benefit from an accommodation that might grant extra time on tests, or there are additional resources that are available at the college, oftentimes students don't know. So really, professor can act as a great resource for students. So I do really encourage students to communicate with your professors, connect with them, And I I do also recognize this is a tough thing to do. Sometimes it can be scary. It can be intimidating. But I do want students to know that professors really do want you to succeed, right? They're advocates for your success. Uh, The reason why all professors are in the jobs that we have is because we love working with students and we want students to be successful. 
So really use your professors as a resource and that's going to help you out a lot in a, in a virtual environment, but also when you're on campus. Yeah, that's really great advice. We always say there are so many people willing to be in your corner as students here, but we can't read your mind. You do need to advocate a little bit for yourself and, and that could just look like just speaking up and starting the conversation and introducing yourself and saying, hey, I would like to be referred to here or I, I'm feeling this way. And then people are going to know where to refer you to and how to support you. But you do need to do a little bit on your own and just speak up and, and make it start to happen. That is more challenging in a virtual environment, mm -hmm. uh, in a classroom setting. Uh, professors can often pick up on those cues and yes. you can see when you're you're off or something's not quite right. And then we can ask some of those probing questions. But in this virtual environment, uh, unless you you reach out first to the professor or or give some type of indication, then you know we can't understand what's wrong. We can't give you the resources that you need to help you be successful. And what were some of the things you discovered worked really well in delivering your courses online and maybe what didn't go so well? Yeah, well, the, the first thing that worked well was it really, on my end, it really forces the professor to think about the content that they're delivering. So just in terms of how the content is prepared and how it's delivered, you can really be focused in what's going to be digestible for the student. How can I make things more concise? How can I provide more examples? Uh, and by doing that, I think you can give the students the content. You can try to paint out the, the entire picture for them, almost like you're, you're drafting a story, right? So you can try to present the whole stories there, but let's start at the beginning and work our way up to where we need to go to the end. Uh, so that I think has, has worked well. Uh, also, if you do have sort of a, a focused and dedicated student, when you have a virtual class, everything's mapped out for them. And right? so they do have a really good roadmap on how to complete the course and how to be successful. Uh, so those things have worked really well. On the flip side, if I talk about the negatives, and we brought up some of these points already, it's kind of been a common theme. It really is that lack of feedback from students, the lack of engagement. If you have a, a virtual class and if students choose not to put on their camera, if they choose not to speak, I have no idea if what I'm telling you is going to, to resonate, right? In a classroom, it's really easy for me to see eyes roll over or I can see that, you know, this isn't, this isn't sinking in. I'm going to have to try to approach this a different way. I might have to have a different example. I might need to spend more time in a particular area that's really difficult to find in the online environment. Uh, so that's been the, the biggest challenge, I think, on my end. Uh, and, and I think that also is true for students as well. Absolutely. And we can even speak to that as staff. Like I said, off air before we started recording, we don't post our video content when we do these episodes, but it's much easier to see and have a flowing conversation when you can have social cues and you're both on video. So I know that it's not the easiest or best thing that maybe students want to be doing um, in a virtual world when you're at home, maybe your background is your living room. There's different things you can do. You have a great background right now of Niagara Falls up. So you can make these changes, little tweaks within your virtual world to help you make the most of your virtual time. Absolutely. And I think also too, with, with the lack of sort of the feedback and just even being able to see people, you don't necessarily develop the strong relationship that you would in the classroom because you also don't have that informal time. Which yes. Is missing. 
right? So the informal time that you would have before class, that you would have after class, uh, that's really where you can develop more of a, you know, authentic relationship, which still can be done in an online environment, but it does take a lot more concerted effort uh, in order to foster that relationship when you're not face-to-face in a classroom. Absolutely. So do you have any advice for maybe the incoming first-year student who will be starting at the college for the first time and perhaps learning online for the very first time? Absolutely. I think first and foremost, anytime you're starting a new program, whether or not it's virtual or in person, is really thinking, okay, well, why am I doing this program? What do I want out of it? And people always tell you that you want, you need to set goals to be successful. And that's a really difficult thing in some regards for an incoming student. When you get asked the question, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you ultimately want to do? Uh, I do think it's an easier pathway if you do have some general direction, because once you know where you're going, then you can sort of chart out how to get there. But also focus on sort of small goals and purpose. Well, what do I want to do? If the goal, you're not exactly sure where you want to end up. Well, one thing I can tell you, you want to be successful in everything you do. So you want to be a successful college student. So maybe you're thinking, okay, well, I'm here. I want to try to improve every day. Maybe I want to try to improve my habits. Because in an online world or even in class, it is difficult to sort of stay on top of the work that you have, right? Not fall behind. Uh, I, I like to think of it as anyone's ever tried to you know, lose weight or try to to start a new exercise program, the hardest thing about it is just A, starting the first time and then getting that consistency to stick with it. Can you do it every day? And anyone who's ever tried to, to do those two things will notice once you sort of build it in as a habit, then you start seeing those improvements. And the same is true if you're going to be a college student, right? So knowing why you're there, thinking about your goals, and it doesn't have to be big overarching that I, I know exactly what I want to do when I graduate, but what do I want to try to improve on this week? What do I want to try to improve on in this class, this term, this year, and then we can build it out. Uh, and if you sort of develop that as the framework, then everything else will follow into place down the line, and you'll have the ability to be successful and make the most out of your college experience. And it's really great. I like what you said about habits and kind of building those strong habits now, because a lot of those things are going to be transferable into the working world. And they're going to be experiences that you can speak on when you are having maybe a job interview to say, I was able to manage my time, stay focused. I was resilient in my studies. All of those things are going to help you kind of be that more attractive candidate to a future employer as well. So it's not just to get through your academics, you will carry that into your work ethic in the real world. Absolutely. And and many students too, and if they start out, you don't know if you're going into a new area or a new career, you learn more about it. And you might figure, okay, well, this program's not for me. Maybe I should try anything else or try something else. But then at a bare minimum, you've developed those habits, those skills, those are going to be transferable. So regardless of what you ultimately end up doing, then it was a worthwhile experience because then you can transfer those skills that you developed. You could go into a new program and now you'll be able to be successful. Absolutely. Okay. So lastly, can you share any piece of advice that will help students build a relationship with faculty? I know we talked a bit that you don't have that always that in-person 
informal time. So how can they foster those relationships with their faculty virtually? Well, just like exercise, sometimes the hardest thing is just starting, right? So it could just be as simple as reaching out, sending an informal email just to introduce yourself, letting them know what your goals and your interests are. And it doesn't have to be related to the course. But once you sort of reach out, you develop a little bit of that connection with the professor, that opens a huge door and a huge window for them. So whether it's sending sending an email, just saying, you know, I'm, I'm, this is who I am. This is a little bit about myself. This is kind of my goals that I, that I want to achieve from your course. Uh, or it could even be informal. This is what I'm interested in. I'm unsure about what I want to do, uh, but I'm really enthusiastic to, to be in your course. Uh, regardless of whether you're on campus or online, if you show some type of initiative and you also show like a genuine enthusiasm of trying to learn and trying to get better, that's really infectious. And immediately you're going to bring on more advocates and your, your professors will really be rooting for you and, and trying to make you as successful as possible. I mean, your professors, as a professor, you want all your students to be successful. But when someone reaches out and generally shows that they're, they're putting forth effort and they're trying, you almost go that extra mile just for them. I think that's human nature. Yeah, and that's really like networking 101 that we always talk about with students is you have to put yourself out there, introducing yourself, saying how excited you are to be in the course, what you're maybe wanting to work towards. That puts you top of mind to your professors who are a direct link to the industry you want to be in. So if anything, at least just send off that one cold email to say, hey, I'm in your program. This is what I'm working towards. Happy to be here. Thanks so much. And that short but sweet email will go a long way um, in your professional development as a student. So absolutely. And it's something that you will use for the rest of your life. That's how you'll be successful, not only yeah. in college, but it's how you'll be successful in the world of work. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time and sharing all of this information for students. I know that they're going to take so much from it and we wish you the best in your virtual studies as you guys continue to crush it in college and tune in next week for another episode of Go to College, they said. Bye.